So the story that the foundation of zeal comes from truly our founder, her name's Kelly and Kelly and I worked together, you know, previous to, you know, together here at zeal and the real light bulb moment, um, for her. And she tells the story so well is that, you know, she, we were both, you know, you know, executives living in corporate America, just traveling all the time, doing all these things in great jobs for great companies. And the light bulb went off when one night, she was in a hotel room in Richmond, Virginia, 11 o'clock on her phone, planning her daughter's, you know, second birthday, I think it was. And she's like, this just, this isn't it. Like, this is not fun anymore. I'm, I'm pressed here. I'm pinched here. I'm stressed here. There's, and I can't be the only person that feels this way. Um, and again, it's personal and professional, right? So, um, so that's really, I think, where the, you know, Zeal was born. And since then, it's just really evolved in a couple different ways. But it boils down to that we are, we're here to help. Right, we're here to help individuals, families, professionals, business owners, businesses in general, and we provide you know modern day concierge services, personal assistance services to anybody. Because um, the neat thing about the evolution of you know this concept is that there is a stigma that there's some level of luxury mm-hmm. to this, right? And well, it's not, about that yeah, before, yeah, and it's not for everybody. And can I afford that? And does that make sense for me? Um, and Maybe at one point that was the case, but we're certainly our our value is to bring that down to anybody and everybody because the world's just different. Like everyone just needs a little help sometimes. So that's what we're here for. We can help an individual with, you know, your house management type task and running errands and all kinds of good stuff there. Or we go to the business to business style sales. And that means we work with perhaps a business owner um, and just allowing them to run their business a little bit more efficiently. And again, there comes that, you know, work-life blend sometimes for those folks. Or let us help you build your culture within your business and take care of your people. And that, what's cool about what COVID offered us as an evolving and growing business, you know, even though COVID did a lot of not cool things, but one thing it did was just open the eyes of people that, you know what, at the end of the day, taking care of your employees is taking care of our people. We've always known as, you know, professionals that people are the, you know, heart and soul of any great business. So let's help you take better care of those people in a time when they really, really need it. Hello, and welcome to the Chris Wolf Podcast on iCode Media. Today, I had a great conversation with Andrea, who is with a company called Zeal. And I found Andrea through my connection with Jessica Charlson, who I had on the podcast about a month ago. And Andrea's company specializes in helping people incorporate additional services into whatever business they're using. So she had a lot of great ideas for things that can help us reward our teams and also figure out places where we might need somebody else to help out in our business, things like social media, but may not want to hire a social media firm or hire a social media specialist. So I thought it was a lot of fun. I learned a lot about kind of different ways to think about how to reward people um, in our practices. So please enjoy our conversation. As always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star review, share it with your friends, and support those who support us. I have to admit that with eight kids, it's a real challenge for my wife and I to minimize our environmental footprint. You should see the corner of our driveway every Tuesday morning when recycling and trash is picked up. One of the things I can control is who I partner with. Sustainability is something that matters to us and to our patients. And CooperVision is committed to it. From executives to plant employees at CooperVision, their commitment to sustainable practices is clear. Check out the show links to see how others are incorporating their commitment to sustainabilities in their practice. 
I think from a podcasting standpoint, what you do would be probably like good to at least consider. Have you ever considered it? So I, I'm, it's so funny you ask that. We we kick it around like at least once a week. Um, but and I mean exactly what you're going through. It's just it's, it's time consuming. It's time consuming to actually do this. And then everything that comes with the the ramp up, the hype, and right. then everything that comes with the getting it to market, essentially. Um, and we're a two-person team in a lot of ways. Uh, so I hope that maybe it's kind of a phase two-ish of our business and uh, the marketing that comes with our business idea. Because I, I totally agree, especially because our greatest strength is our greatest weakness. We do a lot of different things. So I think if we could break up what we do and tell stories, um, to paint pictures for people of the ways we could plug into their lives, I think that would be valuable. So, and I think that it's a podcast. So, yeah. so yeah, we've kicked that around a little bit. Do you? Is there is there anybody in your space that is doing a podcast right now? Nothing that we've found. So there's there's certainly nobody. Not very much locally going on in our market. Um, and then even nationally, there's different types of. Um, you know, this model, um, but nothing we've gotten our hands on, but that doesn't mean it's not out there. Well, I think one of the things that's kind of compelling when you and I were talking before was that, uh, there's this, I guess I'll say there's a, um, an unknown about what sort of concierge services are. Definitely. And those stories are, they don't have to be long stories, but here I was doing X and I was taking this much of my time and so tell me about maybe one of those stories that really sticks out to you about where you were able to kind of fit somebody who was busier than they ought to have been or, yeah. or weren't able to enjoy the life they wanted to, to lead uh, that, that really spoke to you. Um, well, I think one of them was, it was an early story too. And I think that's one of the things it'll probably always stick with me. You know, mm-hmm. that's how businesses work too. Your first couple customers, you are always a little more emotionally attached to, but um, this gentleman he um, he was somebody who's actually had a very positive experience with his business through COVID. Um, it grew exponentially overnight. Mm. Mm. So he's in logistics, right? So you know, just you know, to make it a short snippet of a story, you know, he was just getting his butt kicked, busy, 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 busy. And that was before COVID. He said he's like, you know, I went to bed one night and I had thirty or forty drivers. I woke up the next day, I had a hundred. Mm. You know, and he's like, and then and you know, in that same overnight, you know, feel. I couldn't talk to my guys the same way I used to. I couldn't train them. I couldn't just communicate all of the different things that were going on because of everything because of COVID, separate. right? Just shut down and, and pulled back, and you know all the things that we've all experienced. Um, so he was like, "I have just not had two seconds to you know put my head on straight um, in my business life and to create processes and procedures and and take and take ten minutes to take care of some of my people when they approach me with issues, whether it's business or otherwise, because we mm-hmm. all have both right now." Um, so we were able to plug in and, and talk and just kind of like, let's break down, you know, Mr. Logistics, what your issues are and, and let's, you know, take them one by one and let's help you. A lot of them are business oriented. Um, you know, again, from that process and procedures perspective, but as a business owner, so much of that type of stuff does tend to bleed into your personal life a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we'll blur the line all day. We don't care. We just want your life to be, to be better, a little sweeter. So we were able to do, do all of the above. Yeah. So you were able to, to help him with developing helping somebody to develop a plan for how to communicate with these other things. Yeah. And-, and really too, he had a lot of great ideas. This is, you know, he was a great, he's, he's a great customer and, you know, and still, you know, working with him through some things and everything. Um, he had some great ideas. He just needed help executing right. a, like he just never done it before. So he needed to push it over the line or he didn't have the resources. He's like, here's what I need to happen. I just, I don't have anybody on my staff and 
I don't have, I'm not at a point to hire resources for this because I don't know how long the term problem solution yeah. situation I'm working with. So we're, we're able to be a Band-Aid or a project manager or whatever, you know, those type of things. And if it ends up being long-term with Zeal, cool. If not, if we get you to the next phase, that works too. Yeah. So what was the transition point for him to understand that by engaging with you, there wasn't a huge risk uh, or he could see that that there was you know, some benefit, like what, what do you think was the transition when he kind of the light switch went off? Oh, was it before he approached you? I or? think so. He was, he was a referral to us. Mm -hmm. Um, and actually from his insurance agent, um, who obviously those insurance agents, um, and a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, just solopreneur type businesses that interact with, you know, small businesses and medium size and large too. Um, they're there not to just do your risk management. They're just there to help you survive too and run your business as well as possible. And this, you know, insurance agent's a friend of ours, and he just recognized that this business just needed some help. So he connected the dots, and we just had a great conversation. And, you know, then we're just continuing to, you know, have the conversation with Mr. Logistics and see what happens. Yeah. And, and then, so to, we kind of dived in, into the story, yeah. but but tell me about, you know, where the idea came from, what kind of in general, you and I have talked about yeah, online, sure. but tell me again, kind of in general, what you do, how you plug people together, how your, how your business model works with Zeal. So the story that the foundation of Zeal comes from truly our founder, her name's Kelly and Kelly and I worked together, you know, previous to, you know, together here at Zeal and the real light bulb moment, um, for her. And she tells the story so well is that, you know, she, we were both, you know, you know, executives living in corporate America, just traveling all the time, doing all these things and great jobs for great companies. And the light bulb went off when one night she was in a hotel room in Richmond, Virginia, 11 o'clock on her phone, planning her daughter's, you know, second birthday, I think it was. And she's like, this just, this isn't it. Like, this is not fun anymore. I'm, I'm pressed here. I'm pinched here. I'm stressed here. There's, and I can't be the only person that feels this way. Um, and again, it's personal and professional, right? So, um, so that's really, I think where the, you know, zeal was born. And since then, it's just really evolved in a couple different ways, but it boils down to that we are, we're here to help, right? We're here to help individuals, families, professionals, business owners, businesses in general. And we provide, you know, modern day concierge services, personal assistant services to anybody. Because um, the neat thing about the evolution of, you know, this concept is that there is a stigma that there's some level of luxury mm -hmm. to this, right? Well, and it's we not, talked about that yeah, before, yeah, and it's not for everybody. And can I afford that? And does that make sense for me? Um, and maybe at one point that was the case, but we're certainly, our, our value is to bring that down to anybody and everybody because the world's just different. Like everyone just needs a little help sometimes. So that's what we're here for. We can help an individual with, you know, your house management type task and running errands and all kinds of good stuff there. Or we go to the business to business style sales. And that means we work with perhaps a business owner um, and just allowing them to run their business a little bit more efficiently. And again, there comes that, you know, work-life blend sometimes for those folks. Or let us help you build your culture within your business and take care of your people. And that what's cool about what COVID offered us as an evolving and growing business, you know, even though COVID <laughs> did a lot of not cool things, right. but one thing it did was just open the eyes of people that, you know what, at the end of the day, taking care of your employees is taking care of our people. We've always known as, you know, professionals that people are the, you know, heart and soul of any great business. So let's help you take better care of those people in a time when they really, really need it. So, you know, that's really the the big picture of Zeal, where the idea came from and, and what we're doing now. 
Well, you know, when you and I had talked before, I, I kind of laid me out as an example. Yeah, of you're a great that, example. That would want, you know, some additional help with things like podcast editing, video editing, um, administrative tasks that, that, that I don't really like doing and I don't really <laughs> yeah. want to do anymore yeah. and probably not worth my time doing. Yeah. And, um, and then what was interesting to me is that you can, you can plug that in. I've met with other staffing agencies mm -hmm. and one of the challenges that they have. So what I was doing as we talked about yeah. was trying to just find like talking to my sister. Do you know anybody that does this that would like some extra hours? Sure, and, sure. And so you kind of word of mouth. But one of the things that the staffing agency told me that, that was sort of a challenge was that, okay, well, I need a certain amount of hours. Yeah. Well, they wanted them to be in my physical location. Sure. But I, and the reason was, is from a, I think from an insurance standpoint, yeah. if there's a slip and fall or whatever, but, yeah. I, but like for me, it made sense. Like I can do everything remotely. I can record this podcast. You I can bet. upload it to a place. I can meet with somebody to show them how I want things to sound, what I want to look like, those sorts of things. But but I think the the whole thing that was sort of pushed me back from mm -hmm. even working with a staffing agency was that they had to have that person physically in my house. And like I come and go and I, I don't want to maintain a schedule where I have yeah. to oversee somebody. It's part of what why I do the things I do. Exactly. Well, and great example of another, you know, part of the zeal, you know, creation, certainly the value is that. We are here, and so is a staffing company, and you know, not to pick on staffing sure, companies, sure. they obviously do great work. Um, but you've gotten to this point where you have a problem mm -hmm. and you are you've had it up to here, you're ready for the solution. I'm I'm ready to hand it off. I'm you know, I'm over it. Um, I've just gotten to my burnout point. But now all of a sudden, now you've got it's another job to get, find, maintain help. That doesn't fix anything. So that's why that's another reason why it's great to, you know, have a zeal as an option. Cause just pass the ball. Cool. Right. Now you don't have to worry about, you know, hiring, finding, vetting. Tell us a little bit about your 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 problem and we'll create the solution for you. Because what you need and want is probably different than maybe even someone who's your peer and friend. So you would have a lot in common. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and don't worry about, you know, the extra like taxes and insurance and all that stuff to go down these different roads. We're a service. We're like a dry cleaner. We're like a restaurant. Just, you know, do the interaction. And move on and your problem is solved right. versus uh, creating a new additional problems. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think that spoke to me uh, really well and, and kind of is one of the reasons I wanted to have you yeah. on today is because it, it's sort of a different side. We, we talked about Jessica before where she's looking at creating um, an opportunity for multiple people for a specific position. Uh, maybe it's a full-time position. Right. This, what you're doing is a little bit different or significantly different yeah. where you're saying you might have needs that are X, Y, and Z. We can create a solution for that X, yeah. Y, and Z need. And then also, you know, I've always been kind of wrestling with one of the ways that we motivate our staff is, um, is through a bonus structure. Of course. And so, you know, uh, but, but I've always struggled with, well, some people don't necessarily want money. They're not motivated by money. They, right. they make enough money. And then when you, you brought up like this idea of, well, you could, you could help, you know, maybe one of those for that person, mm -hmm. maybe what you're doing is look, we've got, you know, you hit this, we've got 10 hours of help, of help right. And you whatever bet. that looks like to you, has that been, um, like, tell me about how that works for small businesses, medium sized businesses. Is it an entire package that people are doing? Like, how does that work? In a, in a business, let's say it's got 10 employees yeah. and you would want to create some sort of bonus structure that way. Definitely. Um, yeah. There, it, and it's, it, you bring up so many good points that the motivation of, um, for your people and everybody's different. Mm -hmm. And there's so many businesses now too, where 
if you've got the small staff or large, I mean, everyone's just so different, right? Different shapes and sizes and, and points in their life. So just different things matter to different people. So Zeal provides an opportunity where it's, it's, you know, it's a one hit for the leader to purchase and bring in. Um, but it can answer everyone's needs because they just pick and choose off the shelf what they like. So, um, it, let's say we're working with, you know, a smaller, uh, smaller business, you know, kind of that 10 to 25 and things like that employee number. Um, Again, we can be pretty individualized, but typically how we step in is kind of from a membership-esque type standpoint, um, where the, again, leadership decision makers would say, all right, you know what, we're kind of in, or let's test drive this. So an easy entry point for us is for us to just be on site once a month, twice a month, whatever we agree on, and we're just there to to help, right? So your team could just bring in all their Amazon packages that day. Hey, here's, please pick up this prescription. Here's the details you need. Hmm. I need a baby shower gift. Um, spend about 30 bucks, you know, well, that's for interesting. A, uh, you know, a baby girl, yep. you know, things along those lines. And then the personal assistant zips out, takes care of the errands, comes back at the end of the day, it's done. You know, yeah. the receipts and, you know, different things like that wrapped gift, you know, yeah. you're as surprised as the mom to be, you know, kind of fun stuff like that. If you like that, you want to take it a couple steps up. The leaders can provide the gift of help. So now you've put money in their accounts essentially because we're all online. You do online schedule and online uh, surfing and, and info finding. And, you know, the leaders have put in a little bit of money in everybody's account per month for them to go out and, you know, purchase the services that matter to them. Um, and whether that's house cleaning, handyman work, meal prep is a cool one. Mm. Um, you know, when the holidays do come around, maybe you do want a little help in the shopping arena because, you know, you just need, you know, these not really specialized gifts. You just need tasks done, things like that. And leadership is paid for that for mm-hmm. you. They've relieved your stress, you know, um, thought about your burnout, you know, personally and professionally, which that's a hot button issue, you know, buzzword yeah, right totally. now. Um, and, you know, just allowed you, freed you up to do whether you want to do more of that task or the stuff that you enjoy more, right? Let's do a little more hanging out at home, a little more golfing, a little more, you know, again, whatever suits you. Yeah. Yeah. So then, um, I like the idea of the entry point because I could see that, you know, actually being a really big thing for our staff where they might not really know what they'd want, but, but like, Hey, bring your errands today. You know? Yep. First Tuesday of every month. Zeal's here. Throw at them what you got. Yeah. That's, uh, that's really, I think, I think a lot of docs would actually like that as sort of an added benefit for their people. And, and also, um, because one, they get those things done and a lot of times they might be taking unpaid time off, right? They've already taken their paid time yeah. off. They're they're saying, look, I've gotta I've gotta do X, Y, and Z. So I'm just gonna take or they're using their paid time off right. to go run errands. They say that twenty percent or the average person spends twenty percent of their work week on personal tasks. Hmm. So if you start to do some math, especially you, you know, again, your medium to higher paid employees. I mean, that just adds up so quickly. Yeah. And again, I mean, I love Target more than the average person. <laughs> um, but, you know, you know, having knowing I have to get there this day and I have to shave it off my lunch and, you know, and right. get there in an hour and all of those different things. There's plenty of times I would hand that off to somebody with not without even thinking twice. Have you, you guys go to the DMV for people? We have never been asked to do that, but you know, it's funny. I, we didn't execute on this, so I can't claim it. But one conversation we had with some friends around COVID was when hand sanitizer was the hottest commodity in town and those distilleries and breweries downtown made their own batch. Right. right? Um, very cool and very fun, but to wait in line was a bearer. Oh yeah. So some buddies of ours were like, 
could you have waited in that line for us? I'm like, yeah. Yep. And they're like, dang it. That's, you know, that's, those are everyday random things yep. that you could sprinkle us in on. You bet. It, uh, it makes you start, like you start opening the gates and then you start realizing like, oh, what are the things that I do? I mean, like I said, don't like doing. Totally. Um, I went to the, so actually I saw Jessica at the, at the DMV. I had to get my, my new car <laughs> license then. Um, and I was avoiding it because I, you hear all yes. of this. But then I started, when you brought that up, it's like, well, I didn't really need an, I don't I think maybe they need my ID, but like I could have certainly given all that information. It'd be interesting to, to sort through, but there's stuff like that. So what's yeah. the weirdest thing or maybe the most unusual thing that's come up in your work with people that oh. you're like, oh yeah, we could do that. Oh, I don't know if we've had anything really funky yet. Um, but, you know, I, I'd say we just get stuff thrown at us, you know, that are, it's just random is mm-hmm. the best word where, you know, again, you're just chatting with the person, you get the request and I'm like, well, never been asked that before, but there's no reason why we can't do that. Courier services, you know, dropping different things off at different places, creating employee like appreciation boxes, the, you know, the creation packaging delivery of that, um, you know, creating, um, swag logo stuff for people. Again, a lot of businesses that we get to work with, you know, have leaders who are good people and they have a good staff and they know that and their, their skill set and their bandwidth is just not there to do all these extra things. So we can, that's where a great place for us to just plug in and help these leaders, you know, just do what they want to do, but they just haven't been able to execute it on, on it for one reason or another. Um, and there's a lot of companies out there doing neat stuff too. So we can, we can just be the cherry on top. Now you don't have to hire that resource, you know, I, um, HR coordinator of sorts. If you, you know, if, again, if resources don't allow, just allow us to kind of plug and play with what you got going on. We'll take you to the next level. We'll help you build that culture. Um, and you know, again, this in that we live in the benefit space or that's where we like to be, you know, considered Mm -hmm. because I think this is just where benefits are headed. I think 401k health insurance, all that great stuff will always be a part of the story. But I think we've all just, we've all almost matured past the idea of ping pong tables and beers on tap. I think those are fun. Trust me. I think those are fun. <laughs> don't let that, you know, don't, don't edit that out, Chris. But, um, <laughs> but I think this is next level, right? right? This is just, this is, this is individualized, truly thoughtful, um, you know, perks and benefits to take care of your people, which we, again, we all know are just an important part of running any business, whether it's a small operation in healthcare or a large operation in logistics. Do you, um, do you find that there, uh, that people have a heart? Well, I guess, let me ask you this. Where do you find the people that you connect business owners like me with? Like, how do you go through a screening process? How do you have all these connections for people that can do a bunch of different things? Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's, you know, when, when this all just, you know, really takes off and we're all super successful and you write the book about hiring people, I mean, this will be a big chapter. Um, but I would say that's another, you know, real, a little bit of a blessing of COVID is obviously the job market changed overnight. Who's in it? who's looking, what they're looking for and everything in between. We do really, we kind of fit in that gig economy style of, you know, and in the concept, again, another buzzword of side hustle. Mm-hmm. People's situations change very quickly where they might just be interested um, in, in adding that or having that be a larger part of their of their work and their income. Yeah. So these people have come to us um, with a variety of skills and experiences. And we, from the get-go, wanted to hire a really diverse team. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, we, we do a lot of a diverse amount of things. So um, in about 70% of the asks that we get, it is our intention and so far been our, you know, able to do to pass off to our team of personal assistants. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there are certain things we look for across the board, you know, level of professionalism, reliability, and 
high energy and things like that. But we've had a lot of um, ask in the marketing realm um, from folks so far. So we've continued to kind of keep our eyeballs out for folks that have some, you know, just skills and experience in that world. Um, And then, you know, the other stuff is more just, you know, people that are able to problem solve on their feet. And there's a lot of different professional and personal experiences that can provide you that, you know, ability. Yeah. So it would be kind of varied, like, like, um, for, for me, for example, if I would need somebody that was good at social media marketing and somebody that was good at, I mean, some video editing and audio editing that probably could go hand in hand, but you know, maybe some other administrative things where you're, where you're sort of, okay, I've got to submit this and I've got to make sure that these things all line up. Right. Do you find that, that you oftentimes have to have multiple people on, on one person or can you often, can you find somebody that can kind of do all of those yeah, things? Yeah, that's a great question. I think we go in with our goal of it being one person because yep. there's certainly a level of relationship, trust, comfort, and all that fun stuff that goes with this, you know, type of position. Um, so that's the goal. Um yeah. And then again, if we keep using you as an example, if, you know, uh, what you shared is, you know, 75% of it is kind of these special marketing-esque skills. And then the other, you know, uh, 20, 25% is more administrative, you know, maybe still your old, like your point of contact and your relationship would be built with, you know, personal assistant number one, and they would kind of be the one that would just occasionally bring in, you know, someone to make sure that this, you know what I mean? They would kind of still be that, um, this would be your relationship and, you know, knowing that some of this other stuff would be mastered by someone who was just a little stronger, um, in that, but the goal is one person, um, especially for a business too, right. And then the business grows the relationship with that person because then they can kind of, you know, kind of elbow, you know, the leader and say, you know, it would be cool next month when I come in, when I come back at the end of the day, I'm going to bring in, you got 10 employees. I'm going to bring in 10 plates of enchiladas, um, and everybody can take them home that night. And that's what they can have for dinner on you. Like, you know, in that type of stuff. They can figure out the things that would be. They're just feeling it out. They just know the customer um, and their needs and they can start to, you know, if we, if you get, if and when you get those good ones, they can start to, you know, project out what some of those needs are going to be. So, um, so that's the goal. But, you know, again, at the end of the day, we just want you to be happy and your problem to be solved. So if that takes two people, that takes two people. Yeah. Do you ever worry that you're, that you're going to lose somebody because they start doing so much work for somebody that has that happened? No, no, we haven't. We haven't. We're probably not that mature yet, but I I mean, I think that type of stuff will happen, you know? And I think that when Kelly and I were with our, um, in our corporate life, we had a sales group that was young and ambitious sales group and it was fun. And we were kind of notorious for that in the industry. So we would get a lot of recruiting calls through that group. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the best attitude to have about it was, I hope that my people are that good, that people want them on their team. So if you're doing that, I mean, that, that's a good sign. So I think as long as you can figure out how to motivate and, and keep happy your own employees as you're, you know, promoting this to other people, you know, then you'll be, you'll have a good mix. Yeah. Well, plus, I mean, it, it always comes down to my philosophy is, is, you know, people will say sometimes, well, I don't know if I want to train for this or if they get to, it's like, look, if, if, if they, if they move on and have a different opportunity, yeah. you know, God bless them, you know, Absolutely. You, you train them well and they were, and then the other thing that you, if you do truly worry about that, which I mean, it does cross your mind. Like yeah. if they got somebody really good, really uh-huh. reliable, and then they leave. 
Well, one of the ways that you don't you can keep them is to have additional benefits that you bet. That, yeah, exactly. That nobody else is going to have. Exactly. Now, you know, the job market changed a little bit again overnight on us. So, you know, that that retention game in, in as many industries as it was in February isn't as isn't as crazy. But there are still some industries where, you know, like construction, for example, and I have some experience there. I mean, it's a rat race. Mm. And those, you know, some folks um just aren't scared to jump. So, man, if you have one or two things different about your situation in your current company that isn't in the next company. I mean, it's at least going to make them think twice, yeah. you know, and that's, that's all you can ask for. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you're, you're totally right too, you know, as far as growing your own team and, you know, allowing them to get used to some of these benefits too, you know, that's, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. So I want to bring this back full circle. I also want to be respectful of your time, but if we bring this back full circle, one of the things that you made at the beginning, the point you made was, it's sort of uh, aloof or maybe like haughty or maybe viewed that way. <laughs> yeah. And so, and I, when we talked about this before, one yeah. of the things I, I immediately thought was my wife probably would be not want, if she did something like this, maybe wouldn't want to talk to a, a sure, lot of people about sure. it. Sure. So one, how do you get over that? Um, that, so she's, she's certainly on board it, you know, as a business, yeah. right? But then I think she would, if I were like, hey, let's do if this. If we're a little bit more on the personal side. Yeah. So yeah. So how, how do people dip their toes in? Do do you find people not sharing it with other people? <laughs> like, what, what's your experience there? It's it's a great question. Um, first thing I would say, and you know, just to be totally fair, and is that you know all of our services aren't meant for all customers. You know, and I mean, at the end of the day, we just want to help you. We want you to engage with us, use us, and life to be better for it. So. If that doesn't check the box, then, you know, no problem. But I would say, you know, outside of that is that um, the concept that, you know, folks would just begin to, in general, in life, and I think this is happening more, just really normalize like that it's okay that you ask for help. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, again, all these hot button issues, we're all talking about the mental health, the burnout, the this, the that, just the idea, I don't want to do it anymore. I hate doing the dishes, you know? And so those sort of things and just now- you mentioned meal prep. So you have personal chefs that will come over and cook people dinner? So we have have some chef situation and then we also, that's another place where we have some vendor partners. Again, depending on what you need, what you want, um, we've got options. So, but yeah, same concept in the dishes or same realm as the dishes, but um, normalizing it to the point of where instead of, you know, anybody raising an eyebrow, that it's like, good for you. You You weren't feeling it, you got help and now life is better. And you, you know, and again, it's at an affordable price on the side. Awesome. Good yeah. for you. Can you tell me about, tell me their name? I mean, how many people anymore say, can you tell me about your um, housekeeper? You seem to be pretty happy with yeah. them. That's a little bit more of a normalized concept than totally. I think it was a handful of years ago. So I think living in that space, but also to your point of just dipping your toe in. Yeah. We have, we have a lot of conversation with folks that um, where we are a good place to just plug and play. So maybe we're not a long-term solution is when you go through a life change, good or bad, mm-hmm. right? And everybody needs a little help during those times, right? You know, maybe it's, um, you know, a, a move, maybe it's a new baby, um, maybe something has happened to your aging parents um, and all of those type of things, you know, and you can give the gift of help perhaps, or you can bring in help for yourself and just for a little bit, just to make that a little easier. That's a great place to dip your toe in or the holidays, for example, yeah. that hurts everybody, you know, stress wise. So those are examples of ways to dip. And then just the kind of the conversations we have on the more sometimes how people feel about the concept of that personal assistant word they can have, they can have some, you know, some stigma attached to it. Yeah. 
Well, I think there's a lot of things that as you start thinking through, I mean, even just even just this conversation today, right now, even though I've been thinking about this for the last couple of days, you know, um, I start thinking about what's our pain points as a family. I love to cook. Yeah. Um, and so, but what we don't like to do is once dad's cooked all this stuff and I cook small <laughs> or even mom, like, yeah. Jamie's not going to like me saying this, but, but I cook small. Like I, what yeah. I mean by that is I, I keep everything clean. When Jamie and the kids cook, it's a Big. disaster, yeah. right? Like it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And so that drives me a little bit nuts sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah, sure. And, and it, 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 um, and it shouldn't, right? It shouldn't right. be yeah. frustrating to me, but then it's kind of like, well, look. Maybe we can do more of these cooking big things yeah. with all the kids if I have somebody that's going to come over and clean it up right afterwards, right? Yeah. And so you, you just start thinking about those sorts of things where it's not this huge this huge thing, but it can make our life better where I'm enjoying the... Ta- instead of being worried about the fact that I'm going to have to pick up this mess later. Yep. Yep. <laughs> then I can actually enjoy the stuff I like doing. A hundred percent. And then, and again, then like, it's just like anything else in life, whether it's at home or at an office or professional situation, but like... It's just like your vibe about it too. Again, you're upstairs, you know, brushing your teeth or whatever, and you hear them downstairs getting ready for this big cookie. And you're right. like, if you're anything like me, you're already starting to be like, oh, oh gosh. Oh, yeah. you know, and I mean, again, just attitude changes and vibe. If How much of- advanced time do you need for something like that? Like typically if you were going to, is it, is it five hours? Is it an hour? Is it we a day? Shoot, we shoot for 24. Okay. Um, you know, it's typically kind of, you know, I think we can be a lot more, uh, we feel a lot more comfortable about our results in right. that time frame. However, it, like so many other things, give us a shout, see what happens, and if we can make something happen, we definitely will. And we, we certainly have turned things around very, very quickly for folks. Yeah. So, but but yeah, that's exactly that's a great example of just like I said, those things that just drive you nuts because you don't want to do them, you don't like them. To, to, cool, just get them off the plate, yeah. move on. Yeah, that's great. Well, Andrew, I want to be respectful of your time. Sure. Uh, thanks so much for coming and chatting about this. I think it, I think it will be helpful on a number of levels for the listeners. And um, and tell tell everybody where they can uh, where they can find you. Yeah, absolutely. So Zeal is a local company here in Omaha, but we are online um, at www.zealhelps.com. Okay. Um, and that's the best place to check us out. Shoot us a note. Ask more questions, and and let's talk about helping you out. We awesome. can do it all right from there. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks, Chris. Um, You're welcome.